to school, back to school, to prove to dad that I'm not a fool. I got my lunch packed up, my boots tied tight. I hope I don't get in a fight. Oh, back to school, back to school, back to school. Well, here goes nothing. In five, four, three, two. Extreme close up! Welcome into the Radcast, everyone. I'm Steven. I'm Matt. And we're going to breeze through our intro because uh, we have a couple special guests today. First being our longtime friend, Matt Swafford. He is on to talk about an absurdly silly comedy celebrating its 25th anniversary in 2020, Billy Madison. So, Billy passed the third grade. Yes, we'll get into it. Yes. We are, we are on tight, tight time right yes. now because also... Returning for this year's Five Weeks of Fright, our pal Count Yuli is on. Count Yuli. No Boris this year. Boris, if you listen, last year had an unfortunate circumstances led to his improbable yes. demise. Like Matt said, for those of you that remember, before every episode of last year's Five Weeks, we were treated to the hijinks of two vampires, Count Yuli and Count Boris. Uh, Yuli is here this episode to let... All of you, the listeners, know what we have in store for this year's festivities. But before all of that, Matt, why don't you let everybody know where they can find us? You can find us on Instagram. We're at the Radcast. Make sure to give us a follow. And while you're on there, make sure to DM us. Say how you like it. If Please. you're listening, uh, maybe some future episode ideas. If you're interested in being on, because we love to interact with you guys mm -hmm. whenever you feel so inclined to get in touch with mm -hmm. us so make sure to do that on instagram find us on twitter we're at t radcast t for the uh cast is spelled with a k radcast is all one word uh, find us on facebook make sure to like us on facebook we're just the radcast um we post on there fairly frequently at least when a new episode comes out mm -hmm. uh, make sure to go uh, listen, subscribe, download, yep. however you do it on all major podcast apps like Spotify, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, anywhere you get your podcast, make sure to do that. Give us a five-star rating. Give us a review. Just let us know you're listening. Mm -hmm. uh, the other way the algorithms are set up on uh, Apple Podcasts, at least, mm -hmm. that really helps with visibility. Yeah. So if you could, go ahead and do that. Please, and please. That's, that's how you can get in touch with us, yes. and that's how you can listen to us. If there is anything I ever ask any of you to gift us with is please 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 those ratings and reviews go a very very long way um we really 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 want to hear how how you like yeah. the show if you're if you're listening if you're listening to me say this right now and you've listened to us before please 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 if you like the show let us know let us know review and rate wherever applicable mm -hmm. now here he is without further ado we'll send it to you yuli what is on tap for this year's Five Weeks of Fright. Hello! Greetings, boys and ghouls! I am Count Julie. It is a privilege to be back with you, dear listeners, for this year's Radcast Five Weeks of Fright. For this year's event, I will be your sole liaison as last year my good friend Count Boris disintegrated into dust and blew away. It happens to the best of us. That being the case, we are still going to have a very spooky but satisfying event this year for week one. The guy... What the hell? Who would even know I'm up here? I'm pretty sure the government condemned this place in the 20s. Hold on, boys and girls. I will check. It's a mailman. Let me see if I can scare him off. 
Get the hell out of here! That was strange. I suppose this is telling me I need to update any clocking device I had on this place. Looks like a letter from my Aunt Belva, my mother's younger sister. I thought she died in 1963. No woman in my family lives past 340. Let me see what it says. Dear Yuli, it is me, your Aunt Belva. Yes, it says it on the envelope. I hope all is well. We are fine. Excellent. It's good to know you're still around these days, living a healthy life. I hear you're living the lavish life of a bachelor. I hear it is good for your skin. When your mother and I were girls, we had a man who lived... Ugh! Out with it, Aunt Belva! Even in writing, you insist on rambling incessantly! Let me skip down. You see, back in the day, the man came over to the place with the hell to the fentanyl. Oh, for God's sake, woman, this just keeps going! Okay, here we go. The cool hunks jamboree is in your neck of the woods this year. Okay. And your cousin... And your cousin has entered and we were thinking uh, with all the thing going on in the world today and it's expensive to get we're running if you stay with Stay with me? What? We were hoping he could stay with you for the month for the month He's looking forward to seeing you in a couple of weeks signed and built This is a disaster Wait, maybe not. When is this letter postmarked? September 1st! The Red Fink is going to be here next week. I cannot believe the timing. You don't talk to me for almost a century and then all of a sudden spring this on me? What the fuck? <sighs> Deep breath, Yuli. Sorry about the obscene outburst, listeners. My cousin Romeo is what you, the younger crowd, would call a real douchebag. Well... I will have to figure this out soon enough. In the meantime, let me give you the skinny on what the Radcast has planned for this year's October festivities. Week 1, the guys say goodbye to summer in the way most fitting of this season, through slaughter at summer camp. Dave Little returns to help the guys talk the 80s cult horror classic Sleepaway Camp. Week 2. There is a major 180 from that for that month's Radcast dollar rentals. Matt and Steven visit another set of twin scamps as they talk the Orson twins tour de force, bubble bubble, toil and trouble. Week 3, it's back to the 80s with the story of a young horror fan who is suspect of his blood-sucking neighbor. Jeremy Wee returns and Halloween queen Katie Wright debuts to join the guys as they talk Fright Night. Week 4, the twins hit the mat for a returning Jeff Wright's fifth appearance on the show. The trio will look at one of the best matches and one of the worst matches in the history of the World Championship Wrestling pay-per-view Halloween Havoc as they go over Rey Mysterio vs Eddie Guerrero and Hulk Hogan vs The Ultimate Warrior. Finally, Week 5 will see Matt and Steven rank the Halloween movies of the first 20 years of the franchise. Five Weeks of Fright 2 is shaping up to be something very, very special. And the Radcast can't wait to bring it to you all. Until next week, I am Count Yuli, and you are Stay Spooky!
this Halloween, the five weeks of fright returns. Welcome to Fright Night. From September 30th through October 26th, the Radcast will take up terrifying topics, much more horrifying than before. So once again, we urge you to lock your doors, turn out the lights, and be prepared to be scared on the Radcast. Yeah! Hey! Hey, you threw that. We now return. I'll turn this damn bus around. To the Radcast. That'll end your precious little field trip pretty damn quick, huh? Hey, you're Turtle Marlowe. Yeah, and you're the guys in the red kit. Yeah, hi. <laughs> hey, 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 that is, that's us. I think, I think, um, this guy right here that we have on has probably, is probably up there with mom in terms of listening mom, to all of our episodes and giving input. Mom, mom and, uh, Mr. Dave Little, who's going to be on next week. Yeah. Um, so welcome back. Into the Radcast, everybody. Uh, we are excited for the five weeks of fright. Um, we're excited with everything that Count Yuli has just said, and uh, we're just we're excited for just today. Like we said mm-hmm. at the top, uh, minus Count Yuli, we have another special guest. That Very on, fun subject. Yeah, that, uh, Can't wait. So, like, who Matt was hinting at is our longtime friend and uh, fan. Of the show, of this show, Proper Gentleman Podcast, a guy who's very vocal about how much um, he enjoys what we do, you know, a little humble brag there. Yeah. Uh, but more importantly, ladies and gentlemen, Skyping into us, his first time on the Radcast, he's finally here, Matt Swafford. Mr. Matt Swafford. Yeah, for the fireman. Yeah. <laughs> Hooray for the fireman. Hooray one, for school. Hooray for me. This one goes out to the moms of the firemen. <laughs> yeah, Matt, how you doing? Yeah. Uh, not bad. How are you guys? Not too bad. You're, he is also, we will plug this, he is also Turtle Marlowe on YouTube. On YouTube. Yep. So does some playthroughs. Yeah. Just started doing some video essays. Yeah. So, which I think my only critique of your video essays is that they're not long enough. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I'll get to work on that. Yes, you will. Do you Do you want us to hang up so you can get started getting to work? <laughs> Uh, no. <laughs> no, we can start now. Okay. Okay. Well, you should do it while we're recording <laughs> yeah. so that you're completely, Simul- two screens. So you're completely distracted. I mean, I could do that. I do have two monitors. Okay. Well, really don't do it. Maybe, okay, maybe you should get some rest. I see your bed in the background. We'll, we'll watch you. Yeah. We'll, we'll, you should live stream yourself sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so anyway, why why Matt is here is because there's a movie. I mean, we said it at the top. There's a movie celebrating its 25th anniversary in 2020. Mm-hmm. It is a uh, a silly silly romp that has played a part in all three of our childhoods and in our growth as far as what we find funny. One of our first connections with Matt, yeah, exactly. in fourth grade, yeah. was this movie. Yep, it's a little little film called Billy Madison. Mm, so mm, we mm. are excited about this. And uh, Matt, you you just mentioned about jumping right in, so we're gonna jump right in, right from the go. When was the first time you ever watched Billy Madison? Well, I did have a tiny exposure before first actually watching it. Uh, I was I uh, I uh, yeah. I was channel surfing a little bit when I was like five or six years old, and I mm-hmm. came upon this movie just randomly airing on TV. It was on the part where they're like, do you have any more coming? <laughs> exactly. That bit. And yeah. then uh, and then I uh, I changed the channel because I didn't want to be watching anything I wasn't supposed to. Right. And like a year, late, a year later, my mom bought us this movie and Happy Gilmore, and it became part of my rotation. Okay. Kind of like you guys had a childhood rotation, so yeah. did I. Yeah, yeah, exactly. For sure. Oh, and yeah. And what the, a spot to f- drop in on, too. It's just like, it's, it's, it's like a musical. You've got the fountains and Billy is soaked, and, and you've got like all these like little kids, and you've got this clown, and you're like, what is this movie? <laughs> hey, kids, it's me. I bet you thought that I was dead. I was dead. <laughs> I love that. Um, so, yeah, Happy Gilmore and Billy Madison yeah. was definitely part of our rotation yeah, as well. Yeah, I remember, yeah. um, 
Billy Madison and Happy Gilmore we bought on the same day because Matt, uh, you probably remember, we grew like we said, we grew up with Matt. We went to elementary school with Matt, middle school, parts of high school with Matt. Yeah. He's from the same town we're from. Yep. Um, so you remember the Target store on Limburg. Um, or Limburg was the street it was on. Yeah. Um, but you remember that Target, correct? Um, yeah. So do you remember in the, the video and DVD section, before it was all this like pop culture stuff on the walls, mm-hmm. all these posters and Funkos and all these cool, all these things. Just, just VHS tapes. Yeah, which is cool. Yeah. The, that side wall was just VHS tapes. I don't know if you remember that. That I don't remember, but I do remember the Target being there. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's that's... That's good enough. Yeah. Uh, but it, on their on that sidewall, it used to be VHS tapes. Right mm-hmm. when they're starting to phase them out, mm-hmm. um, like they still were releasing VHS. Yeah. It was like you, one half was like DVDs, and then towards yeah. the end, it was like VHS. Yeah. And then there was a wall of just VHS, like yeah. the discount VHS, like CDs. And uh, stuff. Matt bought Billy Madison, and I bought Happy Gilmore because we we too had been watching them on TV ever since we were little, like seven eight years old. We were watching them with like our siblings. Um, on TV, so edited, but you still, even though they're edited, you can still like laugh at how just quote unquote dumb. It's so they're. it's so goofy yeah. and silly that yeah. you it you don't need like dirty parts or anything to yeah. laugh. Like there's so much ridiculousness yeah. in there. And I think, and as you know, Matt, and as you listeners know, with these Radcast rentals, um, that uh, I'll get into kind of some bits and bobs and some you know logistical yeah. stuff about the movie here in a second, um, but. To your point when you said, like, you don't even notice the swearing and stuff. When you're a kid, you don't notice some of the dirtier things, like the 69. Yeah. Ah, yeah. Like, you don't. 69, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, exactly. you don't, like, you're just, oh, it's just a number. But, again, you still get enough with just how off the wall and absurd and silly, like, Billy is. Yeah. And some, like. old He's when, like a kid. Yeah. And, I mean, old man Clemens, you know, <laughs> it's an old man in his underwear shirt. It's like, oh, my God, old man Clemens hates shit. But, like. Him stomping it out and the whole, don't put it out, your boots, Ted. Yeah. And just the whole idea of an old man, a saggy old man in his underwear stomping <laughs> out a bag of dog shit. Yeah. It's just, that's just the... It's poop again. It's, it's, it's poop, poop again. He called this shit poop. Yeah. Um, it's just funny. That in and of itself is funny before you really kind of sit and mm-hmm. dissect it. Um, so it hits you one way when you're younger. And then as you get older and you start to understand some of the sex, sexual stuff, um, it kind of adds to your experience yeah. of just how like how like roll your eyes like raunchy it is but it's yeah. still enjoyable so billy madison was released february 10th 1995 so we missed it by about seven months we missed the anniversary sure. of it it's still it's still 95 exactly. so i still consider it the 20th yeah. Yeah. anniversary um directed by tamra davis starring adam sandler as billy darren mcgavin from from as the dad as brian madison yeah. i almost said the old man that was his yeah. character in christmas story um bridget wilson who making her second appearance on the Radcast. Yeah. Uh, she plays Veronica Vaughn. Bradley Whitford, who plays Eric. Larry Hankin, who plays um, Crazy Carl. Yep. I think Crazy Carl's right. <laughs> um, and Teresa Merritt as Juanita. Also co starring Josh Mostel as Mr. Anderson. Yep. Norm McDonald as Frank. Mark Beltzman as Jack, with appearances by Steve Buscemi, Robert Smigel, and Chris Farley. All yes. three classic mm-hmm. appearances. Yep. It made ten million or it made twenty six point four million dollars at the box office on a ten million dollar budget on a ten million dollar budget. The first successful Adam Sandler-led movie, um, of course, and he was in several movies before this: Airheads, Mixed mm-hmm. Nuts with Steve Martin, and what's considered to be one of the worst movies ever made, Going Overboard. Have you ever seen that, Matt? Um, I saw part of a review at one point. Uh, I didn't like what I saw. Yeah, it just it it just it's just not good adam sandler was also in an after school special as a drug dealer selling yeah. trying to sell drugs to christopher daniel barnes who, please, who played who, spider-man who, spider-man the animated series exactly he was also in four episodes of the cosby show exactly as one of theo's oh, friends yeah, that's right yeah. yeah um and of course he got his start his more a lot of his notoriety on saturday night live a lot yeah. of classic characters and sketches and uh, that's a lot of the background. One of the funniest things I read was Tamara Davis. Uh, we just mentioned the old man Clemens part. Tamara Davis, the director, said she was she still was baffled how they found an old man willing to act in his underwear. <laughs> 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 
so it's I I think it's funny when he says it's one of those flaming bags. He said it's one of those flaming bags again. <laughs> it's one of those. Oh, <laughs> he's, he's a, a repeated <laughs> target of this priest barber. It's one of the flaming bags again. <laughs> it's written by Adam Sandler and Tim Hurley. Yeah. Um, and uh, Adam Sandler, although he wrote it, still ad libbed most of his lines. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's the movie, everybody. Thanks for being on, Matt. Yeah, No, thanks. I'm just kidding. We're just kidding. <laughs> Stay there. Um, but, I mean, it's just, I think, the more I think about it, the more I just, like, as much as I love clever, as much as I love satire, as much as I love dry sense of humor, as much as I love stuff to think about. Smart and smart, intelligent. Smart, quote-unquote, smarter, or smart and intelligent humor. Yeah. Um, I'd probably have to say Billy Madison to me with just how quotable it is, how much it means to me and how it shaped my humor as a, as a kid. Um, and how many times I apply something from Billy Madison over the last, you know, since I saw it the last 20 something years, how I've applied something from Billy Madison at every stage of life, almost every single day in some way. Billy Madison might be the funniest movie I've ever seen. <laughs> I, I, I like. I, I'm, I'm being quite honest on it. If somebody asked me, that, that's a tough question to answer anyway. Yeah. But if somebody were to ask me, and they're like, like real quick, what is? It? I'd say probably Billy Madison is probably mm-hmm. the funniest movie I've ever seen. I, I mean, I would say like, or I would ask like Matt. Um, I guess what was the appeal to you about Billy Madison? Mm-hmm. What do you think its overall appeal is? Because I think Stephen articulated that well. That like for a kid, it's silly and stupid. But I think like as an adult, do you feel like that still holds up, or do you still think that's kind of the appeal? Well, I have a couple answers for this question. Mm-hmm. Great. Uh, first of all, the the premise itself is so goofy. You mentioned how this is a really goofy movie. The premise itself is just so goofy, like some privileged 27 year old rich guy going through all the way through public school again so he can take over a company eric even says like it's too isn't this too important to gamble on a game like this and then uh brian madison's like screw you i'm doing this anyway yeah exactly (laughs) and and secondly like there's a lot of like really lovable side characters in this movie. Oh yeah, they're in. They do a little thing and they then they're out for a while, or maybe they come back, maybe they don't. Yeah. Uh, t- between Jack and Frank and Darren McGavin and the bus driver, just a lot of really good characters that are just utilized in this movie. Yeah, yeah. and uh, also like this is whenever people think of the a. And like yeah. the really like still like the happy TV. That's like everyone's like, like go to impression of yeah. Adam Sandler. And like he would do some of that stuff on SNL. But as far as his movies go, like his big roles, Billy Madison's really the only movie he does that. Like he has he has like a couple of those moments in every movie. Yeah. But like the like the straight up yeah, yeah the straight like the gibberish and yeah. the straight like those noises and like the really like drunk frat boy like just. Idi- like yeah. idiotic type things yeah that's really like that's really just billy madison um but even so you have those earmarks of kind of what adam sandler does in his movies like he plays these lovable schlubs yeah. um and whether or not you know you you're like somebody who shakes your head at just how stupid he is or it's so irrational, this, that, yeah. and the other thing, Matt, you mentioned the whole premise is something you could not get away. I mean, even you, last night well, watching it, like I said the premise out loud and I was like, this is so stupid. Yeah. And it's something you could, <laughs> exactly. like, you could, you could as a stunt feasibly do, but not for the, the rights of a, to run a company of like yeah. 650 hotels and what was it what was it carl said like 61,000 employees yeah. 61,000 and change employees there's no way those like you'd put those stakes on the line for somebody who like got like paid like essentially paid their way all throughout public school yeah. and then they're gonna go and do it again the premise again is so irrational and the character of billy and these characters that adam sandler plays um they're lovable in ways but also you see the maturity yeah and billy of course until you know until you know he goes back to some of like his doofus behavior um yeah. as this drunk idiot but then you see this maturity in billy you see this lovable endearment yeah and i uh, immediately matt when you said that it had great side characters 
I kept thinking today about how fun the world of Billy Madison is. And like the characters are so intertwined. I love how you said that they kind of show up for something <laughs> and they're gone. And then they might not show up until the end. Like like the bus driver and the yeah. penguin. Yeah, like, Steve Buscemi. Yeah. And and um uh I think I think because the premise is so dumb, it makes that world even more fun because everything that happens after the premise is established is completely allowable and permissible. Mm-hmm. Like it can be as stupid as it, as possible and as dumb and silly as possible because the whole premise in and of itself is stupid. That's what I like about it. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah, when essentially when you set that precedent right out of the gate. Yeah. Like when I mean, you know what? It doesn't take itself exactly, really seriously. Exactly. You can you can get away with like allowing things to come into play, and then like just allowing it to be a, a one off or a plot hole or whatever. Because yeah. it's like, listen, look at the premise. You open the movie with Santan Doshan. <laughs> it's good for me. Good yeah, for like, me. Yeah. <laughs> Even just the O'Doyle family. Yeah. Exactly. All they say is O'Doyle rules. Doyle aside, rules. Aside from the when he's in first grade when. The youngest one says, "You're out." O'Doyle rules, he, but but there's that like they they show up at almost every point of his school experience. Mm-hmm. We're like O'Doyle rules or O'Doyle rules. <laughs> it's just, when you think about it, it's it doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, I had a couple points before we get to like quotes. And sure, stuff. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But uh, first, like uh, uh, I noticed. Uh, the kid actors in this movie are actually pretty tolerable considering yeah. they're mostly an accessory to the accessory to the plot, except mm-hmm. for like the point where they convince Max Anderson to retract his statement about Billy Bang bribe him or whatever. Yeah. yeah. He, he it, it's, it's fun. Like every time I watch this, I point out the way Ernie says this line. He says, Mr. Anderson, is he lying or are you lying? It's, it's like... I was thinking about that today, actually, <laughs> recently, actually. And, yeah, that's that just sounds so weird. It's, it, and, plus, like, the whole movie, Ernie's, like, he's not a bad actor. No. Especially for considering for someone who probably isn't an actor. And he oh, yeah. didn't, I doubt he did any acting some afterwards. Of, some like, of those lines, I'm like, I I don't think Ernie acted after this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, that, that line, like, was late on in the movie. And we had a lot of Ernie at that point. It's like, we've seen him act. Yeah. So, you couldn't have done that take again. But. I think, and then it's just, like, the little things that you either question whether or not that's just the way some of the kids talk or if there was yeah. written like this like gee i can't wait till i go to hike school but <laughs> yeah. he says hike, hike school and imdb it, on the quote it says i can't wait till i go to and it's in like asterisks hike and it says school oh yeah i mean i can't tell you many times i just called just nonchalantly call high school hike school yeah it's, it's like, like it's like our fun. frankie munoz <laughs> yeah last someone episode. stole all our lunches <laughs> someone stole all our lunches hey look ernie pete it's pants yeah well, yeah like the kid like but my I, kid with the rat tail <laughs> doesn't i've said that yesterday i was all like god right. he's got a ponytail but like when billy's shaking his face when he's like don't you say that you can stay here you can hear his no, face you, <laughs> you can hear like the his like the the chub the chub on his face but then also the little first graders to where it's like like the the whole the mortal combat line or yeah. like mortal or uh donkey kong sucks like you suck. like you said like you said matt they may be accessories but they still kind of get they get their stuff in to where it kind of adds on to like billy's yeah. journey the, the the direction they were given yeah. they were able to receive it well and it was good direction given mm-hmm. to them yeah yep yeah, another thing I wanted to bring up briefly was the soundtrack. Like, yes. when you think of this movie, you usually think of like the opening, but it's like da da da. Yes, da, Randy da. Edelman. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, and then the rest of the music is pretty eighties, though, isn't it? Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. 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 There's the like cars, sticks, culture the cars. club, yeah, the Yep. Exactly. Yep. I uh I can't hear there are so there's three songs and four songs in this movie. I cannot hear to this day. I can't hear or will ever be able to hear without thinking of this movie. Number one is I'll tumble for you by culture club. Yeah. Uh, number two is yeah. uh, beat up the brat or beat oh, the brat the with the Ramones. Yeah. Um, and the top two are, I'm not the one by the cars <laughs> when he, he's getting the Valentines. Cause it's like, it's like, it's a, it's so it's like sweet and kind of innocent and like funny. Like I love how Billy's reacting. Like all yeah. these girls in his third grade class, all, all these girls in his third grade class have crushes on him. And he's, he's just, so innocent. He's just, just kind of like smiling and like, like, 
innocently waving and stuff like that. And he gets the big yeah. one from Mr. Anderson. <laughs> I want you, Billy. Like, I can't think of that. I can't think of I'm not the one by the cars without thinking of that. And I can't think of the, the song Telephone Line by ELO, Electric without Light Orchestra, Steve without thinking of the Danny McGrath part where yeah. he calls him, like, kid, crossing him off the people to kill list. Mm-hmm. And then he just, do up, do it, do it, puts on <laughs> lipstick. Yep. Like, mm-hmm. it's just like... Like it's it's a good soundtrack and everything has a good spot on you know unlike the later Adam Sandler Happy Madison movies to where they're just he, trying to stuff as much he, classic rock yeah, on there and like as Ed, they can. it's I love how big of a music fan Adam Sandler is that he wants to use all this stuff yeah. but like music and movie works if it isn't a score it works when it either contributes to a scene mm-hmm. um, whether it's lyrically or just tempo wise yeah. or it, like. Just it, it adds something. You're yeah, not just Eye of the Tiger. Yeah, you're in not Rocky Three. Yeah, it, there are so many examples. Yeah, um, like too many to count. But it just you kind of lose the cachet of the song if you just listen to a little snippet on Carry On Wayward Son as and Happy Gilmore when he's just pulling into yeah. the pulling into it's the just country the songs club. Songs on a soundtrack. Yeah, it's like it's just you're yeah you're trying to put as much songs on the soundtrack as you can so you can make a buck off the soundtrack. Yeah. You know. Five seconds of that instead of maybe just using a song or not using a song. I don't know. But I, I like how you brought up the score, Matt, because that was a point I wanted to make that there those four songs I can't I will never be able to hear without thinking of Billy Madison. Plus when you brought up the dun dun dun, dun the Randy dun, Edelman dun, score. Dun, dun, yeah. Like every single time the Universal logo comes up and it starts in, we start laughing just because <laughs> we know what's coming. Exactly. I got one more thing before yeah, we jump please. into quotes. Yeah, for sure. uh, with this being like a really early Happy Madison to Adam Sandler movie, uh, it seems like they're trying to work out the kinks of like writing and filling out a movie and stuff. Because I noticed that there's some bits that seem like they're padded. Mm-hmm. Like there's a few different montages in this movie, and with and credits, this movie is like 90 minutes. Yeah. So. Like, there's the ABC montage, there's the Brief Renegade montage. I think the bit where they're preparing for the decathlon might classify as a montage. Mm-hmm. You could construe that as, like... You can tell someone had, like, a small seed of an idea. Yeah. And they're just, like, guy, like, spoiled rich kid goes through elementary school again, and in Adam Sandler's brain, it's like, we're just going to make this really silly. Right. And so before they learn to flesh out like characters and stuff like yeah. that, he's like, this this is Billy Madison's arc, and then we can work around it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. The montages are entertaining in yeah. their own right. Sure. But since this is barely 90 minutes, it felt like it was padding at the same time. Yeah. Right. I can, yeah. I can definitely see that. I can definitely see that. Um, so those were like... Along, like great points. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. they were. They were great yeah. points. And the parts that we brought up, we can all kind of thread back together when we talk about some of our favorite moments in the movie. Should be moments slash quotes. Oh, yeah. of course. Yeah. yeah. Moments yeah. slash quotes. Um, I was just going down, just off memory while I was watching the movie, and then as things happened, there's, there's like, I, like we said at the beginning here, Billy Madison was a pretty pivotal movie for all of us, mm-hmm. and I like, I'm not. Just it's not hyperbole, and I'm not like exaggerating. When quite literally through every stage of life, and whether it was with friends on the playground or in class or at a baseball, and we played baseball at a baseball game or mm-hmm. in high school, middle school at lunch and yeah. at baseball practice, or that was that was a connecting like yeah. that was like a sticking point yeah. for a lot of people. Yeah, and then into college, like you find. You will just either well, I would either randomly quote Billy Madison, start singing one of the songs from Billy Madison, apply a quote from Billy yeah. Madison into something. I mean, just quite simply, you blew it. Yeah. Like we use that gif <laughs> for like when the blue when the St. Louis Blues would lose. Yeah. Or when they would like they'd give up a lead, or like when somebody bungles something. Yeah. Like it's not detrimental, but like they bungle something. Yeah. You know, just lightheartedly say, You blew it. Like it's played such a role in our life that I you let I we've quoted together and and on our own respective areas of life we've quoted things um just Matt we'll we'll stay with you as many like as many as you want however they've played out in your life just your favorite scenes or moments or quotes um okay first I wanted to bring up the farm scene just that whole entire scene 
just because, like, the old lady is only in the movie for, like, three, maybe five minutes. Yeah. Yes. But every line she has is just killer. Like, yeah. are there any horse socks? Is anybody... I'll tell you who ate those lunches. That, that damn, damn Sasquatch. Is says... anybody listening to me? <laughs> That's my favorite of her lines. Because it's like she's walking off screen. Yeah, you hear it. <laughs> and then, of course... If peeing in your pants is cool, consider me Miles Davis. Me, Miles Davis. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so classic. Awesome. Yeah. And uh, next scene I want to bring up is uh, the first the, the first lunch scene when he's mm-hmm. in first grade on the first day. Yeah. yeah. Like, there's the bit where he's threatening to beat a kid up for his pudding. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you know, you bad know, I badly can beat. I can beat you. And the kid I, just I like love the smiling. kid's expression. Like he's not scared. He's just he's just like smiling, just nodding. And nodding his head. <laughs> and then like immediately after that is like the video game discourse, yeah. which I think reflects modern Twitter. Yeah. In, in my honest opinion, because he's like Donkey Kong sucks. You know something? You, you suck. suck. Yeah, you, exactly. It start it started early. At first, it was just lunchroom conversations. Now, and now people have t- carried it onto social and, media. Like that like. The, that's that's the rebuttals you but know yeah, something that's the, you suck defense it yeah. sucks because it sucks it's yeah like, you know okay. you know why fuck you that's why <laughs> <laughs> and of course my favorite line in the whole movie is just the proctor toward the end where yes. he's like where it ends with i award you no point and may god have mercy on your soul <laughs> yeah. that whole thing yeah is it's just so good it's so great because it subverts your expectations mm-hmm. of like the inspirational scene, like the final speech and like you're expecting a standing ovation or whatever. Mm-hmm. And eventually he gets the ovation by saying nip high football rules. But like the principal is just like, what you everyone is now dumber. No, uh, the, the, the pride, not the principal, but the pride. The pri- yeah, yeah. yeah. And he's like, everyone is now dumber for having listened to what you said. He's like, no, like, incessant rambling. Yeah, incoherent rambling. Did you answer anything close to the question or something like that? You know, <laughs> I award you no points and yeah. may God of mercy on your soul. Not to mention that guy just ties everything to his wife being a tramp. <laughs> yeah. If either one of you, you can it's see on, on the, the board like yeah. three times. Exactly. <laughs> and the fact that like, if he's like, if I find out any one of you are cheating, it's like, uh, like with my wife, who's a dirty, dirty tramp, I will just snap. He doesn't say they'll get disqualified for I'll cheating. Snap. He just said he'll snap. <laughs> I am going to snap. Yeah, that's really all I have. If you guys want to jump in, yeah, yeah for so sure. I think I would like to go next, yeah, please. Yes. Um. So I think some of my favorite scenes, the pee in the pants scene. Yeah. I think that's a really like turning point for billy's character yeah. he kind of shows how selfless he can be and mm-hmm. that he's he's you falling over the wall or something yeah he's maturing and he actually really likes these kids and yeah. he likes his classmates mm-hmm. so i don't know I, I always think that's a very sweet thing he did yeah. for ernie um the throw throwing the sandwich at the bus driver <laughs> pretty, much, pretty much anything with chris farley like like he's 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 in the movie for five minutes well like, and then and, that's consecutively and then when later on right, when yeah in the, the in the getting smarter yeah. montage. so really anything that with chris farley when they throw the sandwich out <laughs> <laughs> and they always just turn this damn bus around in your precious field pretty damn quick and then he's just got this exasperated like look on his face where he's like trying not to cry and he like makes his face really red what i love what i love about that is every time adam sandler and chris farley are together like and yeah. just in the scene together you can like tell that veronica bond you can tell one hot piece of one ace. piece of ace. you can tell adam sandler's just trying not to laugh yeah each i know time. from experience dude no you don't <laughs> yes it's no nope, no i don't his is the best like his scenes are the best that um, is correct the o'doyle's flying off a cliff <laughs> But they drove. Yeah. They drove over a banana peel and sent them careening off of As a cliff. Still saying, "Oh, Doyle rules." Yes. It's see, you pointed something out, Stephen. Even that... in death, they rule. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And it's just, "Hey, who rules?" Like that's the that's the only <laughs> that's characteristic the of those characters. That's the payoff to the O'Doyles. They don't explain why they rule or who they are. <laughs> and Stephen pointed out that, like, at as the dad, like. He they slip on the banana peel and the dad like loses control of the car. Stephen points out that the mom is a dummy. <laughs> like you can like, tell that the mom is a like dummy. You can you can tell when they're all careening off the cliff. They it's all dummies. But yeah. as you see the stunt driver and the people in the car, you can tell the mom is a dummy. Yep. 
Um, anything with Juanita is funny. Yeah. Ooh, um, beautiful buns up that the, driveway. The uh, the dodgeball scene, knowing the yes. story behind that, makes it one of the best scenes. It's already one of the best yeah. scenes. Be but the fact the that brunch. like Adam Sandler actually was pelting these kids with dodgeballs. As hard as he could. Yeah. And the director had to cut away quickly each time to, so that she wouldn't get the kids crying. <laughs> which is... it it. Okay, it, it's morbid. Okay, yeah. we I get it. It made but, the scene funnier exactly. because they're actually getting hit. But the the other side of that, the kids loved Adam Sandler. They loved yeah. Adam Sandler. They're always tackling him and jumping yeah. on him and climbing on him. He was really sweet with the kids. Uh, it was just that one scene where he's just and pummeling him with you, He was like, "Listen, this is the dodgeball scene to make it look the best. I'm actually gonna hit you. Mm-hmm. It's not because I don't like you. It'll be funny. I promise." Yeah. You know? um, I you would you would hope so. Yeah. yeah, you would hope so. Um Yeah, the turn this damn bus around this lines uh you know how bad I can beat you right. You brought that up. I yeah. something I noticed last night, and I'm sure I noticed it prior, but like when Eric pulls out the gun, he's like, That was not a fair question. Like and he's like going crazy and this whole like chaos is going on around him. If you look in the background, the proctor it's like it's not just, even responding to it. Like he's like rolling his eyes. And he's just like looking at him, just kind of like with this you know, like look on his face where he's like, "Ugh, Jesus, seriously!" Like he, the fact that he's not even affected by it and he's not even responding to the chaos in the <laughs> scenario is hilarious. And we see like Max running from backstage. He he like looks, glances at him, looks back, and rolls his eyes like, "Oh, now this guy!" Like yeah. it's just he doesn't say anything, but it's so funny. He's just he's one note the entire time. Yeah, um, and then Old Man Clemens. Old Man, Clemens, obviously. I'll jump off from Old Man Clemens. Um, oh, he called the shit poop. Uh, when the a small little thing when Norm Macdonald's like, "This is the greatest night of my life." <laughs> like the greatest I, night of his life. Like I, I use that for things just just <laughs> randomly. Um, but a couple a couple parts that you know, as I see it, as I say him, you guys be like, "Oh, I, I say that too." Or I I I thought of that too. Um, yeah, the. Of course, the part on the farm is hilarious. The damn Sasquatch. Um, one that I, a quote that I use all the time, um, is one that it's not even, it's not even like funny. But like when Max is coming in um, after Billy, after <laughs> Billy, before Billy goes to high school, um, I think I think it's when he passes third grade. Yeah. Um, no, no. This is this is after he graduates middle school. Yeah. Um, yeah. Max is coming in and he's walking through the kitchen, and this is where Bradley Whitford, Eric, um, is, he's trying to coerce him to like, he's trying to, he's, he's blackmailing yeah. him, yeah, because uh, of his shade, because of uh, yeah. Principal Anderson's uh, shady past as a wrestler, and uh, he's walking in, and he's 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 clapping in because he's got he still has yeah. his uh, he still has his um. Um, water flippers his yeah. water flippers on and he's like do you know where the bathroom is <laughs> like every time i'm in a new place or even at friends houses i walk in and i, I go to i have to go to the bathroom I either say it to myself or i'm just yeah. like do you know where the bathroom is <laughs> like i just it's just it's a, it's a one-off it's not even a funny line but it's just i love applying it because it's, it's one like, of those if you know you know sort yeah of exactly um, but like that's one that I use the hike school thing. Rather have a beer. Hey, Cyburns, yeah. you want some of this milk? Yeah, rather have a beer. <laughs> um, Slippy's car is it's green. green. It's green. Billy likes to drink soda. soda. That was one we did a lot in high school. Um, so Janitor's name is Rollo. Yeah, I thought he, when I was a kid, I thought it was Woody Harrelson. Yeah. but it's not. Yeah. Um, the that is correct. Of course, like saying that all the time. Um, I'll Ray, show you a grown up. <laughs> what was that, Ernie? Uh, nothing. See you tomorrow in class, Miss Vaughn. <laughs> um, but the part where uh, was it? Is it after Bill? It's after Billy passes third grade. He walks up like you just. It's a shot of Jack like spraying a hose. Oh yeah, and you hear stop it, Mister. Just a kid sitting you. on the ground, and yeah. then it's just a shot of a kid just like <laughs> being sprayed, and he's like, oh, stop it, Mister. I don't know you. Why are you doing this? And like Billy's like, yeah, right. He's like, yeah. <laughs> he's like, yeah. <laughs> it's just spraying, the spray. <laughs> or like, and and just in a in a in a little B roll shot where before we get to like Billy at one of his grad parties, a kid sitting on a sprinkler. Ah! 
and just just a lot or the right after the clown falls down and like everyone's laughing to the clown he's falling got he's got like blood mouth. coming out he's smiling I got a hemorrhage in my head <laughs> <laughs> um and then one that I still I still use all the time is uh Speak for yourself, moron. Yeah. Oh my god, that is funny. <laughs> yeah. Like uh when Real like, small yeah, stuff. Like the, the golden retriever on the show that they just finished. Speak for yourself, moron. Yeah. Just talking dog. Um o- October? It's like, what day is it? Norm McDonald's like October. Um and then yeah, of course, I just thought of a couple more. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. just thought of a couple more. Yeah. Uh so uh another first grade line. It's super underrated. Nobody really talks about it. But then he's about to sit down for story time, and some girl's like, "You've got a misshaped head." <laughs> yeah, I was about he's to like, say, "You got like, a misshaped head." Thank you. And uh, jumping off of the speaker yourself, moron. Bit right after that, when uh, they're getting the news report about the 27-year-old who paid his way through <laughs> elementary school. Yeah. Norm McDonald's like, no, no, maybe it's somebody else. <laughs> yeah, sort of, yeah. No, no, maybe it's someone else. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> maybe it's somebody else. And then at the third grade part, Billy passed the third grade. Oh, what a glorious day. But it's just all all of these parts are just like we like you said earlier, Matt. It's just all one off. It's just all nonsense. <laughs> yeah. I mean, him speaking. Like there just, is a story an going invisible on. Invisible yeah. penguin. Yeah. Gibberish. Penguin. Penguin. <laughs> oh, I see what's going on here. So sorry to interrupt. Sorry to interrupt. Um, but just 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 this world. It's 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 like it's. Random it's lunch so lady. Absurd. Just have some more sloppy Joe. Like they're having a serious conversation about like, man, Billy, like you're gonna be in high school. Yeah, high school. You're never gonna want to come back to see us like, losers. That's not, like that's true. not true. I'll come back to visit you guys all the time. Like a really sweet moment between yeah. his friends. And then there's the finalities of <laughs> have <laughs> some more sloppy. I know you get like I'm sloppy. And then when he says, "Lady is scaring us," they're all laughing and she's <laughs> laughing and stuff. But like it's just it's stuff like that to where you can like maintain the story yeah. but throw in silliness and absurdity it's such a huge influence it's always been a huge influence whenever i write any story of any kind yeah it's kind of like that's kind that's of like, sort of the starting yeah, point and not so much billy madison itself but that pattern of as long as the audience can hold on to what the story is like i said setting a precedent right out that this is going to be wacky yeah and it, it gives you more room to insert those things without being totally off base, without yeah. to, without taking you out of the story, because it's just it's just it's a silly fun movie. Even the highest point of tension at the end, when Eric, who of course he's a douchebag, yeah. um, when Eric pulls a gun out, that is so off the wall and absurd that that is his reaction. That yeah. he's he's reached such a high point of animosity towards Billy, such a high point of, of just high anxiety for himself that he's, he's going to lose out a company because of a stupid bet. You know, he, Billy keeps getting all these breaks. He can't, his blackmail won't even yeah. work. And now, um, Business he, he's being asked about, which it's funny. Cause he probably has no, like no concept of business ethics. Cause yeah. he's an asshole. Exactly. Um, but this, that is like the tipping point for him. And yeah. he, he pulls a gun. <laughs> yeah. Like he had that prepared. Like, what are we going to use that? And for? then just Steve, then Danny McGrath, Steve Buscemi just shoots him in the butt and then gives a thumbs up and walks away. <laughs> yeah. It's a, like it, it's, that's it, just, that's so the appeal of the movie and I'm why I'm tired. Yeah. Uh, a little hungry. It's just <laughs> like st- I'm not still even horny. Yeah. Like that's just the staying power, at least for me. And yeah, you get people now who are like, yeah, that movie isn't age well. You watch it and you're like, this is so dumb. And all I can say what is What were you expecting? That's the point. Yeah, exactly. That's the point of the movie. Yeah. Anything else you got there, Matt? Any other any other quotes any you more thought of? Brain busters. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I could represent it on cursive, but no, I don't have anything. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's 
the movie, if you're listening to this episode, you obviously have seen the movie, know mm-hmm. the movie, even in passing, because it has made kind of an indelible mark in the world of like stupid humor. Yeah. You know, this, oh, so dumb, many people, dumb and dumber, Tommy yeah. boy. Yeah. Like, Stuff that, that shaped a lot of like the current comedic generation. Yeah. So like people who are like big comedy stars, like yeah. during the dinner scene when he's eating soup, I looked at Steven and I was like, I could totally see how this influenced someone like Pete Davidson yeah, or exactly. whatever. Like Taron Killiam. Yeah, or, exactly. Like people who that, that comedy um, era, Andy Samberg. Yeah. Like that comedy era of then mm-hmm. how it was the chief inspiration for the comedy era of now. Yeah. Exactly. And it, it, whether detractors like it or not, the movie has had a big influence on Adam comedy Adam Sandler now. is still laughing all the way to the oh bank. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah. And he seems, it's, it's yeah. cool because he seems like such a nice guy. Yeah. But yeah, he's this like set, they, it, it kind of pigeonholed him for a little bit, but then he kind of break broke away with the wedding singer. Yeah. But this and Happy Gilmore, like you said at the beginning, go hand in hand they even show up on the dvd box sets together yeah like um and it's just it's just it started it started something the happy madison stuff to where whether you like it or hate it netflix still makes happy madison movies mm-hmm. they people still buy them it, they still have an audience and an appeal adam sandler has the luxury of going to these beautiful destinations to film movies and have fun with his friends yeah like even they may not be great movies, but God, you gotta envy that. You yeah, got, you gotta respect that. Yeah. Oh yeah. And it's just, I mean, yeah. You're, it's it's you. It leaves you just going. Good for him. Yeah. The guy. The guy has been doing what he's wanted to do, pretty much for a lot of his life. Yeah. So exactly. Good. Good on Adam Sandler. Um, good on Matt. Matt, thanks for joining us. Yeah, this was absolutely. this was a blast. This was um, a lot of fun. Yeah, thank you for your input. Thank you for your appearance. And we're we're glad you finally got to be on because, like we said, we appreciate so much just you, your friendship, but your fandom in regards to Rad, the Radcast and Proper Gentlemen and your feedback. And you know, thank you for listening every week. Thank you for just you know, how you've helped support us and encourage us. So thank you again. Matt is on YouTube. He's Turtle Marlowe. Go Mm -hmm. check him out. So thank you again, Matt. Yeah, no problem, guys. Thank you. Absolutely. Look forward to having you on again at some point. Yes. Don't know when, Mm -hmm. but, you know, in the the coming moments. In the future. Yeah. In the future, somewhere down the line, we'll have you on again. But this has been the Radcast, the Radcast Rentals. We were talking Billy Madison and like, all, oh, uh, don't forget that the Five Weeks of Fright starts yes. next week. Yep, it's so, yep, starts next week. Can't wait for that. Yes, we are so excited. We have everything on tap. But until then, be good to yourselves, be good to each other, because why would you want to be rude when you could be rad? We'll see you next time. This concludes our broadcast day.